Hello listeners and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shy. I don't know about you, but when it comes to thinking about cinema, I just tend to think about Hollywood blockbusters, you know, the crash, bang, wallops, lots of noise, lots of special effects, everything's extra big, extra loud, just extra. Now, recently, I went to the cinema to see an independent film. Now, this was at the local art centre. I discovered, as a result of watching this independent film, which I'll come on to in a moment, that there was such a thing called BFI Flair in London, which is the LGBTQ plus film set festival, which takes place over a period of 12 days, showing the best new queer cinema. Where the heck have I been? Where have I been? They've clearly been doing this a little while. I do like some Hollywood films. Sometimes you just need to tune out and that's where, for me, they fit in perfectly. But if you want a film that has just so much more going on for it, And if you want to explore more queer cinema, more independent cinema, then it just seems as though BFI is the place to go. It made me change my mind about what I would watch, what I would see, and inspired me to make more of an effort to support the queer independent cinema industry. Now, BFI, what's really great, actually, is they do have their own video on demand streaming service. So you can watch them at home. So depending on their release and the rights that they have secured with licenses, their films are available either for rent or subscription or for free. Their player can be played on a PC, a Mac, iOS devices like iPhone and Android, Android mobile and tablet devices and selected Samsung smart TVs. However, just so you know, the British Film Institute, BFI, their playback does not is not supported on Linux operating system or Firefox browser on Android devices. There are, is information on their website, which I have put in the show notes. Now, the Flair Film Festival, which is the queer cinema, 12 days of queer cinema. It's, gosh, it's such a range of things to watch. So it's from coming of age, coming out, first love, friendships and queer life and from around the world. So what's great is we're not just seeing westernised queer life or western queer life. We are seeing queer life from various cultures, various eras, various experiences. And it just opens us up to experiencing more of different cultures and culture itself. They do have a a thing that they put on their website under the guidance and principles, which says the LGBTQIA plus community have had to fight for the space to live openly and be visible in our society. And BFI Flair has been created to not only showcase the best in LGBTQIA plus cinema from many perspectives, but also to provide a safe space in which communities can celebrate themselves and each other. And so what I do like about that is that they are talking about how how challenging it can be for queer people to be visible because so many don't want us here to be visible, to be seen, out of sight, out of mind would be great for many. 
but to know that we have the opportunity to see queer lives on the big screen is marvellous and not done from a Hollywood perspective but done from a truly queer perspective. I think that's great. We certainly need more of that. We need more diversity and it's not at the expense of everything else but more a sense of inclusion to be more inclusive so that when you go to the cinema we can see people who are like us. When I was growing up for example the only black people I ever saw were people after nine o'clock. And we used to have this joke um, where we would say, oh my God, there's black people on the telly, but only after the watershed. And it would be no one with any hint of brown skin would be on the TV before 9pm. Now, I don't even think we have a watershed anymore because, you know, you've got TV 24-7 and more channels than you could count. So it was something that, was odd I mean who did we ever see we saw there was Lenny Henry and I remember Trevor McDonald and that was it didn't see anyone else so when I see TV now I see a diverse range of people and it is getting better I think that's a good thing I'm not thinking we should have more of one and less of the other we need what I would call harmony because the planet is filled with a diverse group of people This is where BFO Flair comes in, enabling a more inclusive way of showing queer cinema. Now, some people might say, well, that's only 12 days. You know what? There's 12 days and there's more. It is a film festival that takes place over 12 days. It's not that these films are only shown during those 12 days. It is a 12 days of a festival and I'm really hoping I get the chance to go to the South Bank in London to experience that but there's so many places I've yet to go from the art museums to the science museum to I don't know goodness knows where there's just so many other places I really want to see but at some point I do hope to actually go to BFI but what I will do is check out their video on demand streaming service No, I'm not being sponsored to talk about this. It's just something I thought I would mention because like me, you may not know that here is a facility that enables you to watch queer cinema that isn't filtering out the elements that they think should not be shown. So, you know, they've got cinema, they've got the archives, they've got experimental film. Happy days. The film I went to see was called Firebird and it is based on a true story and I loved this film. This film is the reason I came across BFI because when I looked into Firebird and then started doing my research, BFI came up. But this film is about a young soldier, Sergei, who falls in love with Roman, who is a superior fighter pilot on an air force base in occupied Estonia in 1970s communist rule. The film is about their struggle to maintain their relationship against the backdrop of a totalitarian state. The film is produced and written by Peter Rabin and you've got the actor Tom Pryor who played his part of Sergei very, very well. It was so beautiful. You could feel more connected to the film. You know, it wasn't just you on the outside looking in, but you had a real sense of experiencing their lives what life was like for these characters and 
and you were rooting for them. I won't say, do you know what? I'm not going to say anymore because I realised I almost dropped a clanger and gave out a major spoiler. So I'm going to stop where the film's concerned there because I nearly let the cat out of the bag. Do give Firebird your time and watch it. You'll not be disappointed. I've not made a point of watching queer cinema, but this is the film that actually encouraged me to do so and opened my eyes to it. I suppose I was aware, but not consciously aware. I don't know if that even makes sense. It does to me. I think it would be marvellous and a great experience to open our doors to more culture, more experiences, and just having a more diverse perspective to see other people's lives from documentaries to to film to theatre it'll be great and to be able to support the queer community especially the queer creatives they really do need us to stand by them and to appreciate their work because without creatives life would be very dull and boring and from books to art, to film, to photography, just amazing. So let me recommend to you Firebird, based on the true story, written and produced by Peter Raban. This is definitely my film review and recommendation for this bonus episode. Do share it with someone who you think might appreciate it. Do share the podcast and click the follow button so you can always stay up to date with new episodes and bonus episodes as they are shared. And you can listen to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your favourite shows. Thank you once again for joining me here on Talk to Touch. <laughs>